Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 63, presented by Parse Rum. Guess what? We're still presented by Parse Rum because it's the best rum in the world. Still people in the outfield chanting when I say Parse, you say rum. Have you guys gotten any of those chants yet? I was going to tell you that. I had completely forgot to tell you guys that. I was warming up in St. Paul. Actually, two different days in St. Paul, someone came up to me and said, hey, Dakota, when I say Parse, you say rum. And I did it. The second time, I was literally on the mound warming up to go into the game, and the guy's screaming in my face, hey, when I say Barca, you say rum, and I, I had to ignore him. I was like, hey, man, like, I'm literally about to go in this game. I can't be yelling out rum at you. I can't. I, I'm not good at yelling rum on the field. Like, I love when it happens, and if it's the right time, I'll give it a point or, like, a wave or, like, a nod. But, like, when am I going to turn around on the field and scream rum? You know, when I say parse, you say rum, parse. And just imagine me in center field just looking in the stands and yelling rum at the top of my lungs. I think a point is fine. Yeah, I think a point or a head nod will suffice. My, uh, my aunt also sent me a text today that one of her and my dad's old friends from high school is coming when we play Toledo, Zach. Let's go. And – She's bringing a sign that says, when Ian says parse, you say rum. That's funny. That's amazing. My mom, so we got to look for that sign. My mom was just here, and she said that her and my dad are trying to come to Toledo, um, the Toledo-Iowa series. Big series for the boys. I mean, who are they really coming to see, though, you or me? I don't know. That's a great point. They probably enjoy you more than me. Were the St. Saint Paul Saints, St. Paul Saints? Mm-hmm. Was that an independent ball team? I mean, it was, and I'm telling you, it had to be like the Ritz Carlton of independent ball because it was like the stadium was unreal. It was built in like 18. Wow. 18,000? No. Oh, yeah. my, oh, my God. No, 2018. Oh, it was built in 2018. You you cut out there for a second. Uh, yeah, it was built in 1894. <laughs> Sorry. I think if you build a stadium now, too, with all the technology they have, it's going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was it was a super nice park. Like I couldn't imagine like indie ball. Like that had to be like the nicest stadium. But are there double A now for the twins? Triple A. Okay. You know, I, I took a week hiatus in double A. That that's just <laughs> I have no you a, I you said no, you were there. Tough, I have no man. idea. That's tough, man. Wow. I'm gonna be honest. That that hurts a little bit. I'm gonna be honest with you, Ian. Wow. Wait, you play for the White Sox now, Ian? Oh, oh. I mean, what are we doing? Are you serious? Wow. You know, oh. Whatever. Whatever. We'll move on. Oh, wait. Speaking of that, Dakota, you know what we never addressed? What's that? When I texted Hap to try to fluff him up once, zero answer. You text him later in the day in the group with the picture of him on the wall at Sloan or in the facility, and you got an answer immediately. Maybe his fluff was better. No, it was literally pretty close to, like, the same wording but can, i did I, I did then text you back no you did not yes i did what do you mean the same wording i didn't say anything i literally just sent the picture of ian oh but you remember you were like yeah well he might need it yeah i was like he's, he's scuffling right now maybe he needs a picture of him on the wall here that just shows he can hit dingers he oh Dinger my dollars God. ian look at this april 29th i said keep pushing you rake the next text i got from ian hat that was outside of the group was May 9th. My Wi-Fi went out. Hold, please. 
I feel like, but I feel like, yeah, oh, okay. I had basically responded to that text in the group, and that's why I didn't respond to it. Right, right, right. right. But I did appreciate that text because I do remember reading that text and appreciating it. And I remember then texting you when my Wi-Fi went out and feeling like, damn it, I didn't respond to that text. It was, but it was a meaningful. I want you to know. I want you to know, and this is on the record. This is on the record because we're recording the podcast. No, that that text did mean a lot to me. And that I sincerely apologize for not responding to it. No, no, no. That'll be the last time, good and or bad, that I will ever text you regarding baseball. Fair enough. I that can't, is, I that can't, is warranted. I fucked up. I can't say anything. <laughs> Zach texted me on the side after I texted that picture of you and told me about that. I think I sent a screenshot. I was like, all right, sick. I feel bad about it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but I did appreciate I did appreciate the message. Real bad. Can we talk about something else? Anything else? Can we talk about the Cubs? The Cubs car. Can we talk cards? about how you told the fans Rizzo was coming on and he's not on? <laughs> That's his fault. That's not our fault. It's his fault for spending the off day away from here. We were supposed to play golf together, and then it was supposed to rain. And I'll I'll throw him under the bus. We had golf set up for today for the off day. The forecast looked like rain. He bails, drives back to Chicago. And guess what? Pittsburgh, it didn't rain. It didn't rain. Pittsburgh came through. We had sunshine and played 18 holes today. And he was in Chicago. So it's his fault because he was supposed to come on the podcast tonight. We will still get him on just like we had Arietta on. We'll still get him on, but... I blame him. I don't blame me. Can we That's talk? That's fair. I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll let you off the hook on that Thank one. You. And he's a bad friend because we were supposed to play golf together and he bailed. Can we talk about the Cubs cards and Javi hitting a home run on Sunday Night Baseball last night? He just is unbelievable. He swings at a pitch that was 43 feet the pitch before. He set him up. I mean, that is really <laughs> setting him up 101. I, uh, I, I did not get a chance to watch the game, unfortunately. Well, quick recap, nobody got any hits until Javi hit a homer in the 10th, and it was unbelievable. But the amount of balls hit at Bush Stadium the last few days that felt like no-doubt homers that just 10 feet before the wall decided to stop flying so that someone could catch them was ridiculous. Jock hit a ball at 102-plus in the range of, like, double home run launch angle. Bader was coming in on it. Oof. Sounds like the kind of place I want to throw in. That place does look ginormous on TV. Oof, the gaps in center are huge. A lot of hits. I was a uh, humble brag. I was mic'd up last night for Sunday Night Baseball. I felt like it was the worst mic'd up any player could ever do. I had not I mean, I had nothing, nothing to talk happened, about. Right? Nothing happened. Yeah. I was out there by myself in center and then you don't have the two way. So like, there's nothing, there's no questions being asked. There's nothing you can comment on. I tried at some points to like maybe commentate the game a little bit or talk to myself and I didn't have a great game. I was struggling a little pissed off. If they would have taken the raw footage, you would have heard some really serious shit <laughs> when I got punched out in that three, two count. But 
you just there's not when there's nothing to talk about and nobody's getting hits like it's really hard we had one hit until the 10th it's like really hard to maybe two hits kb got a hit in the ninth it's like really hard to react when nothing's happening you still got a snippet though on social media yeah that about nolan that one yeah 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 that's about all i that's about all i had for him last night i honestly don't think i could ever get mic'd up you would have 0.0 footage your mom would disown you too if she ever heard oh my god dude it would be so bad and it's not even like it's just i don't know you're i don't want to say you're over the top but you you like to swear during the game i don't know it's just i don't know hard not to a lot of emotions that's what i mean it's just like even if i'm joking i'm like a ground ball is shortstop i'm like fuck it up just like every every little thing yeah it would be it would be absolutely incredible to have a no player would ever agree to it it would never happen HBO, sign them up. HBO. Yeah. There'd have to be a lot I'll of there have to be a lot of money involved. Mike me up for the iCubs game tomorrow. It would be absolutely incredible to have a raw footage yep. mic'd up where no one got offended by what was said. Yep. Because it would be legendary. You understand how many times after I punch out on three pitches, I walk back to the dugout and say, This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> Every time? Every time. I've never understood that hitter's mindset either. Hitters do that all the time. And I'm like, well, he's clearly not too bad because he got you out. You don't want to go into the dugout like, yeah, bro, this dude's nasty. Yeah, hey, guys, this dude's disgusting. Slap him on the go butt, go. but hey, man, good luck, brother. There's there's times when a guy's throwing well and it was like first inning, second inning. And it happened. it happened – actually, we were in Atlanta against Charlie Morton. And – like somebody punches out or like hits a ground, like a weak ground ball and come back in and be like, what's he look like? Be like fastball's pretty straight. <laughs> Curveball's not too bad, but got some depth. Like give him the report. That guy walks up to the plate, he'll turn, be like, this guy's unbelievable. <laughs> like, or like, or like the next day, like you don't admit it to yourself yeah, in the moment, yeah. but like the next day a guy will be like, Hey man, yesterday when I told you that it's not straight, like it's disgusting. It's like you're showing to everybody, and right, look how much the two seam moved. It literally started at my front hip. I I would love to just have that mindset of a, a reliever where the reliever like finishes in and comes into the dugout and just like sitting there, like waiting to know if he's gonna go back out or not, and just hears hitters coming in like, "I fucking sucks. Can't believe he got me out. Keep spinning that shit. Keep spinning that. Keep shit. spinning that shit." <laughs> Shout out Phil Evans. And re- relievers just sitting in there like these idiots. It's a different different mindset. Two nights ago, Nico's hit slash foul ball slash hit slash foul ball. The dribble down the third baseline. Unbelievable knock. How about, okay, I got two things on that. First thing, the first game of the series, three platinum glovers made an error in the same game. Rizzo, Yachty, and Nolan made an error in the same game. Give me the percentages, research team. When was the last time that three gold glovers made an error in the same game? That might be tough to find. Got to be impossible to find. But that happened. Okay, that was crazy. And then that play happens where two – there between those two, there's got to be – what Yadi has like 10 gold gloves and no one has eight. There's got to be uh, yeah. 
at least 15, probably closer to 20 gold gloves between the two of them, picks the ball up on the chalk, Phil, behind the plate, fair ball. And they were livid. I feel like it had to have been fair. What? Who? They wouldn't. They wouldn't pick it up if it was fair. So, yeah, but like the you know the rule is, like the line goes vertically. So like you know how like the bottom like it's a ball. So like all of it is not on the ground at the same time. Yeah. So like the ball could be touching the ground, but a part of it could be leaning over the foul line and that's that's fair because the line goes up uh, yeah i get that you know that's a good point maybe he thought it was over but right maybe it was a great call there was no really good camera angle to tell no the pitchers the one that they had it would have been perfect the pitcher's leg was right in the middle of it oh really yeah like so like he was yeah so they had it from like down or like above on the first base side like zooming in towards it and like it was like, oh, like this is a great view, and then at like, the last second, the pitcher's leg just is like literally right in front of it, like he meant to do it. Nothing worse than that. No. Yeah, there was a there was a few crazy moments in the series. We yesterday we lost a challenge early, and then so like eighth inning play, Bodie definitely stayed on the base, no challenge to give. It gave me like flashbacks to pre challenge, like crazy how mad some guys would have gotten like when they knew they were safe, they knew they didn't get tagged and you couldn't challenge it. Yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of tasks for the umpire. Oh yeah. Also, I know we commented on Nico's uh, emotion maybe last episode or two episodes ago. Kid's hilarious. Like he'll be in the field, make an unbelievable play and either be like smiling ear to ear and laughing or like acting like he just hit a three pointer to win a basketball game. Yeah, he's out there. I can't figure him out. I can't either because no. <laughs> I don't. I don't know when it's going to be when. He made that diving play for Chafin with the bases loaded. He let go of the ball, pimped it, turned to the outfield, and then ran around in circles, looking at Jason and I with his tongue out. <laughs> and then he made an unbelievable play the other day, where he jumped up backhand. Yeah. backhand catch doubled somebody off at second and was just laughing you just never know i think they had you mic'd up for, was that the one you were mic'd up for where i said like you're just like nice play yeah it's like great nico. job it's like i was like wow that was really nice and it was like nico great play <laughs> yeah i uh I know something about the humidity and like us actually playing in the heat for the first time. Those last couple of games in St. Louis is like, there was not a lot of energy out there. Yeah. Not a lot of hits for us to be like five hits in two games. Tough to be like really up. A good series win though. Huge series win for the fellas. Zach, can you tell us why you haven't packed yet for your road trip? I mean, anybody who knows me, you know I don't do anything. Like, I mean, we got 24 hours in the day. That's that's such a horrible argument. I played golf. I took a nap today. Give me a break. But you're you're saying like, oh, can we record now? Like, I got stuff. Like, what were you doing before this? Well, I was gonna go to bed early as soon as I did my laundry. I was gonna go to sleep. I was. I didn't want to plan on waiting until 11:30. Why didn't you just not take a nap? Because yesterday, did you hear about my day yesterday? Was it hard? Yeah, I had to take my parents to the airport at 3:30 a.m. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. And then I played a day game and still didn't get to sleep until 11 o'clock. 
and then woke up this morning on our off day at eight o'clock because we had to go in and spit test. It's nine hours of sleep. Yeah. You, you still got sleep debt, brother. We learned this in like 2016. Sleep debt. Sleep debt. I you do remember the sleep it. debt conversation. You always have it. I want to hear it. You can never catch up on your sleep debt, though. So why do you worry about it? Because I'm still chasing. You're still chasing it. All right. Wait. Can you just tell everyone what's going on? You're leaving tomorrow at 7 a.m. to get on the bus. Yep. And you have a game tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Correct. It is 9.05 p.m. Eastern. Nope. It's probably 10.05. 10.05 Eastern. You have yet to pack your bag. No, it's like three quarters of the way done. Finished my last load of laundry. And it's how, sitting in the dryer right now. So how long are you going on the road for? 12 or two weeks. Oof. How do you have multiple loads of laundry? How long did you wait to do laundry? Um... I waited. Well, I did one in the middle of the week, packed it up in the suitcase, what I wasn't going to wear because we were on the road last week. And then just finished my last one. I had like a bunch of golf clothes that I wore, um, stuff I wore to the field the last two or three days, put it in there. When was the last time you washed your sheets? Um, Last week, because my parents are coming to town. I knew I'd I had to sleep on the couch for the last night because they were leaving at three o'clock in the morning and I had them stay here. That's a nice move. Yeah, it's pro. Been there before. Dakota, are you all packed? Next question. Uh, I'm all unpacked from my vacation in Knoxville, Tennessee. So you're, you're home this week? Uh, yes, we are home this week in Iowa. Five game series or six game series? Six, Tuesday to Sunday. And then all Mondays are off. So you guys play one week at a time series with Mondays off. That's kind of nice. We play the same team six straight games. Is it nice or is it like that's a little much? It's weird. Like it's weird playing the same team this many times and just seeing the same hitters come up over and over. And you're just like, I mean, you get like a feel for it. Like at least for me, like by the second time I throw in a series, I've watched five games already. And I literally know like every single hitter. So it's nice, but like. It's just weird. It's also nice, like, you kind of stay there for a little bit. You're not just, like, unpacking, and then it's like, all right, like, you're in the second game of the series, you leave tomorrow night, or it's like you leave tomorrow morning already. And it's, yeah, it's not like night game, night game, day game, night right. game, night game, day game. Right. And, and the but the Monday off day is tough because the country clubs around here are closed. That is tough. Yeah. That's I really haven't golfed since last October. That's not true. That's on, that's your fault. That's one hundred percent true. Oh my word! After all those, after all those new clubs at the compound, I I didn't have them until last week, and as soon as I got them, I got sent to Tennessee, so I haven't been able to use them yet. Um, I was watching the who do we face? Uh, Mikolas from the Cardinals on on Saturday. I was watching his stuff the day before, and he had two starts in nashville against the same team and i was like that's weird but that makes sense six game series must start the first and the last also uh i told you that we played uh descalso in saint paul right oh really yeah descalso was there he like just signed with him i think because he was there like the second game the um i got him to pop out was he laughing did did he have to go by you no i it was i was Ball one, ball two, change up 2-0, popped out to right. Change up 2-0, oh, you sicko. What am I, throwing him a heater and letting him just hit? Show the guy some fucking respect. 
I'm not throwing him a cookie. That is respect. Austin mm-hmm. 2 that's the ultimate respect. A fastball 2-0 says, I'm not afraid that's of you. True. Like, you're not going to hit this. That's true. I, uh, I texted him when I saw his name, and I was like, oh, like, whatever. Like, that's that's hilarious. And he goes, he goes, yeah, you know what? I was coaching my daughter's T-ball Monday night, triple-A tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I Speaking of our friends, we will be right back to the compound. But first... DraftKings, man, it's playoff time. NBA playoffs are rolling. The hockey's going, too. Oh, my God. But what if I told you basketball playoffs? I get you 40 to 1 odds. You heard it right. 40 to 1. All you have to do is pick any team that is still in the hunt for the trophy, and if that team wins, you will receive $200 in free credits. That's a $5 in a 200. Does that even make sense? That's insane. Any team still in contention, $5, you pick them to win. $200. And again, if you're not the hoops person, how about hockey? Their playoffs are going. Baseball, always hot in the streets here. You know that. DraftKings is always safe, secure, and reliable. And hey, How about you download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code COMPOUND when you sign up to turn $5 into $200 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you can claim $200 in free credits. That's promo code COMPOUND for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Cam Maven traded from Cubs to the Mets for all of $1. I didn't know that was a common thing. Sneaky, sneaky pro move by the Cubs to let Cam. I think Cam, I think basically what happened was Cam said, "Hey, you know, am I going to make it up?" And it's like something would have to something would have to happen. And so basically, they found a new place for him to go. Mets obviously a bunch of injuries needed a player, and he's hitting in the three hole for the Mets, which is awesome because Cam's a great guy, and I'm happy that he's getting a chance at the big league level. This is year thirteen for him. Yeah. God. That is incredible. 13 big league seasons. Speaking of 13 years, so Derek Holland is here rehabbing. And, well, he was. He got called back up today. Um, he said he was up for 13 years, and I asked him. I was like, have you ever been sent down? And he was like, no, just full 13 years, which is unbelievable. 13, that's crazy. Yeah. And he said, Damn. I mean, he was, he's been, like, released at the end of the year and everything, but, like, he's never been, like, optioned to AAA or whatever. He was a great personality for us. He was awesome. Yeah. No, he's really funny. And he like he's just always 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 picking somebody up. Our friend Trevor Williams was on the Rose Rotation with John Boy Media. Did you guys see that? Yes, I did. I didn't watch it, but I saw it. Shout out to Cubby Friends being a part of John Boy Media. Love to see it. Go Tigers. <laughs> Tigers are playing a good game right now. I think it's six five last time I checked. Who are, they, who are they playing right now? The Tribe. Ooh. Are you checking right now? Yeah, 6-5, bottom eight, one out. They've sneaky been hot? Go Tigers. They got us in extras. 
They got a no hitter out of yeah. Uh, Turnbull. What's his name? Turnbull. Turnbull. Dakota, what uh, did you do in your off day? I mean, you're looking at it. If you, if you don't play golf, you sat there. I went to break went to breakfast with some of my teammates slash friends. Where'd you go? Uh, we went to Mullets in Des Moines, Iowa. Sat outside, and it was a billion degrees. Hmm, that's nice. Um, and then I came back and tried to fix my PS4 that broke during my travels for the rest of the day, and I was unsuccessful, so I watched some Stranger Things. What are you going to do without the PS4? I am in shambles right now as a human. I, I honestly don't know. You should check that screen time tomorrow. Then. It's Today's going to be real bad, I'm going to tell you. Uh, can we talk about Phil winning at 50 years old? Can we talk about the crowd of people? How cool that was on 18? Very Tiger-esque. It was, so we played. It was Tiger light, like his whole career. Ooh, we played a 608 Espen game yesterday. Okay. So that's 708 central or 708 Eastern 608 central. I was, I had to go out and stretch when he was on. 617 hitting a drive and then came back in and like i watched him hit before the first pitch i watched him hit the shot on 18 onto the green people and i had to go out yeah so i knew it was over but i didn't get to like really see the end of it how i mean he had some help a little bit because i mean he didn't get like super pressure down the stretch but amazing for him to shoot one over hold it together and play as consistent of golf as he did and not fold when he yanked that one in the water and some other tough shots, some other, some tough bunkers. Like I, I can't get over how, like how do golfers stay in that moment? Like in the present on each shot, opposed to like looking down three holes or like looking past, Hey, if I, if I, you know, if I play two under for the next five holes or whatever, like I'm in great shape. He, he, they talked a lot on the broadcast, and I don't know how real this is because broadcasters get stuff wrong, but they talked a lot about him and meditation and mindfulness and, like, him and his wife have, like, really been working on that stuff and it's how it's helped him in the game. It, I mean, he did such a good job of keeping it together. He was breathing. He was chomping on the gum, kind of like Tiger. And Tiger Light. Dakota, what do you have to say about Phil winning? I don't like Phil. I never have. Aren't you impressed that at 50, is he 50 or 51? That he's 50. At 50 years old, that he can win a major championship? He's Tiger's rival. Why would I ever root for him? Yeah, but like nobody's Tiger's rival. Everybody is and nobody is. Tiger's like here. The rival is like here. I'm just not a Phil guy. I never have, but I've never really rooted for him. He's a great personality. I mean, it's a cool, it's a really cool story. Don't get me wrong. Like that's sick that at 50, he could win, like you said, Hap on the longest course. But I just, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't watch any of it. Like I just didn't, didn't interest me. Hmm. I think it's great for the game. I think. Oh, it is. It is for sure. Maybe you're a bad fan for not watching. Great point. I Care to comment? Fly- I was flying all day. <laughs> That was great of the minor league baseball scheduler, whoever made the schedule to have our game at two o'clock so we could watch the last like eight holes. It was awesome. Is that sarcasm or could you actually watch it? No, we played at two o'clock yesterday. They were on, I think, 13 or 12 yesterday at the end of when we got in the clubhouse. 
I, I don't think that I will remember. This is crazy. I don't think that I will remember exactly where I was for Phil winning at the age of 50, like I will for Tiger winning the tour championship first win back. Yeah. It was on my couch. I remember being in the White Sox clubhouse and watching Tiger win the tour championship. Where were you when he won the Masters? Des Moines. Yeah, that's right. With the fellas. <laughs> I ran it, I ran into the locker room to check before you guys had first pitch and ran right back out right before first pitch to let you guys know because I was hurt. That's not what happened. Yes, it is. You were you were playing. I had I'm a broken sure. hand, brother. I ran out from the locker room and I swear I yelled to you at shortstop. Oh, anymore. that was when the Jets lost week one. Oh, <laughs> Same thing. No, it's not. I go, yeah, the Bills The bills came back yeah, and beat and they them. they were up fucking 16 to nothing in the fourth quarter. And I was like, Dakota, what do we got? And you just went. I gave you the thumbs down. I'm like, nope, not what you want. I remember being in the dugout and asking Zach, because Zach came down yeah. and gave the update. So save it, all right? I mixed up the uh, significant outings. The Jets losing week one and Tiger winning the, the Jets Masters. are very comparable to Tiger. I get it. Really Dakota, do. was was anything better than watching the World Cup together in the Des Moines locker room? We would literally – we told each other – it was like a Saturday night, and they played Sunday morning. And we were just like, yeah, we're going to get here at 9 to watch the U.S. Women's National Team play in the World Cup. And we did. We got there at like 9. The game – we didn't have to be there until like 11. Yep. And we came in and literally just watched it. And, it was, and they it destroyed them like they always do. It, they're so good. Tobin. It's so fun to watch. You know what I'm going to miss? U.S. men's national teams plays in the uh, Nations League uh, in like two weeks. Hap. That sounds oh, like a, that sounds like an important uh, event. I got it. I got it's, it. It's no World in. Cup, but it's uh, you know getting on the big stage. I got to tune in. Man. Let me write that down. Nations League. Zach, if you don't if you don't like the World Cup, you're just, there's something wrong with you. No, I, I I I the World Cup. I actually will. Okay, I was like, the World Cup is no, sick. That's awesome. The fans are insane. Soccer fans might be the craziest fans in all of sports. One hundred one thousand percent. I wonder if there is if they're as like derogatory as baseball fans. Oh mm. yeah, like Good they're question. also like they live and die with every game. Right. Like, they lose a game, there's tears every time. But, like, they do lose. they respect the players a lot more than baseball fans do? There's like, a lot of death fans, threats in soccer. Yeah, that's true. But, like baseball fans are just horrendous like if you're a european soccer goalie and you miss you let in a goal guaranteed death threat somebody showed me some some threats yesterday some like gross instagram threats on uh one of our players when we're on the plane showed me like instagram messages like just absolutely egregious with slurs that are offensive but it's unbel- it's unbelievable. Man. I had my yeah. parents when I got called up, I had my parents make their Twitters private. Mm, good move. Probably because everyone's gonna say you're a bomb. Yeah, hey. Prepare prepare for it, brother. Yeah, St. St. Louis, there were some Cubs fans there, but the way that because of Chris Bryant's comments. What did he say by the way? I didn't I saw like a tweet about that. He said St. Louis was boring one time. It's like four I, years ago, wasn't it? I think it? like three or four years ago, three years ago maybe, at our Cubs Fan Fest. 
uh, kind of, it was like in a joke skit with Dempster. And I think he said St. Louis is boring and now he gets booed every time he goes up. And uh, also the things that fans say to him are just so mean. And like, it doesn't matter that he's hitting 310 with a thousand OPS. Like they're still saying mean things. Yep. Maybe it even gets, I don't know. It's just some brutal stuff out there. That's how you know you're doing something right, though. If you go on the road and nobody That's how you, you know you've done something right. It's a badge It's a badge of honor that should be worn with pride. Also, shout out Dom. Yeah, which gets booed every time he comes to Wrigley now for the bad news stuff. <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. How many no-hitters are going to be thrown this year ago? We're at seven now? It's, we're at six. I'll say I'll go out on the limb and say ten. I think it's going to slow down. Dakota? Uh, 13. 13. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Why? There's already six, and we've played, what, 45 games? There's 120 games to go. Research team, we need this to be documented. We're, we've played, like, a quarter of the season, and there's six. I'm going to say... I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to say that this can't possibly continue. I'm not going to say six. And I want to say seven, but I won't. I'm going to say eight. That was my first thought. And I just said, Garrett Cole is bound to throw on tomorrow, next day. So there might, there might be two more, but it can't continue. If it continues at this pace, then we know that the change in the balls and the high seams obviously didn't work. But there's so many guys that like, can do it like trevor bauer could be on one night he could easily throw like two no hitters this year garrett cole could throw five no hitters this year like that's how good so many starting pitchers are that i think 13 is reasonable because there's so many guys that if they're on could literally like strike out 15 and not give up a hit are you saying that you want them to move the mound back and lower it if they move the mound back i'm gonna retire and join the fbi <laughs> where did the fbi come from that's just my backup plan. Been my you've been watching a FBI show? No, I'm actually not, but uh, that's my backup plan. Dakota, you got to be locked down the NBA playoffs, right? I'm, I, I'm so upset that the Wizards blew Game One. I'm, a, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan, so I've been uh, just a very mild Wizards fan, and I'm upset by it. But keep, just keeping tabs. Just keeping tabs around. I just love watching basketball. Like, yeah. I'm literally – the Trailblazers game starts – like, just started. I'm about to watch that as soon as we're done recording. Uh, Zach's Nets are 1-0. Tomorrow. Won't be able to but watch. But a little scary against the Celtics team. I feel like they should dominate. I told you they scored, like, 16 points in the first quarter, and I sent the group. I was like, I mean, that was horrendous. The thing is, I think this year – Ian, I know you're not a big NBA guy. More for Zach, but uh, – But he, he plays 2K. That's true. I, we talked about it before, Zach, how wide open this year is, though. Like, I could, I don't think the Nets are like, uh, oh, they're going to win the East. I'm like, they could easily lose the East. And the Lakers look super vulnerable. Well, we were talking about the Bucks and the Heat the other day, and, I, like, I said how scary the Heat are. And then, like, I don't know what the score is now, but the last time I checked, they were down, like, 25. And it was – The Bucks won by 40. 40. Yes. 4-0. Well, 34, sorry. 3-4. 34? Yep. Yes, 34. Oh. And I mean, the Grizzlies, the eight seed, yeah. beat the Jazz game one, right. eight versus one. It's like, you don't know who's going to, and the Lakers are losing. Like, Ian, what do you got? Is this the most balanced the NBA has been in a long time? 
it's balanced because there's like uh, yeah because like even like this like the super teams like the nets and lakers and clippers like the clippers are down 1-0 like the mavs are good enough to beat them the lakers could lose the sun like there's no real like there's so many teams that have so many good stars like yeah. multiple stars kind of makes nba playoffs exciting from the beginning instead of oh, waiting till the conference finals I'm I'm fired up about it. The, the the first weekend was unreal. Yeah, it was good. I was really disappointed that Golden State didn't get in because I would have loved to see Curry try to score 60 points a game and keep his team in the playoff series. I get exhausted watching that man play basketball. Just runs in circles all day. Wherever there's a screen or potential for a screen, he's running around it. Imagine guarding him. You have no idea where he's going, and you're just going to run into somebody who's 6'8", thin, and they're setting the screen for him. Can I get your guys' thoughts on LeBron's last couple games and specifically the Chris Paul hey. dislocated shoulder? Hey. It's a man at work. <laughs> Let him live. It's a man I'm at just, work. I'm just, I just want your honest opinion on it's a man. I, I think it's it's a tired. I, it's like he he's like the only one. I don't want to say he's the only one that does it, but like a lot of other like Steph Curry never flops the way LeBron flops or like puts on a show the way LeBron does when he gets like barely touched. Like it's like when he hit that three again, the Warriors game, I was, I was seeing three rims. I shot at the middle one. I'm like, shut up. I, that is so ridiculous. I saw, I, I don't know if this was real or fake. I saw something online that said Kevin Pillar spent 34 seconds on the ground after he got hit in the face and LeBron yes. spent 80 seconds on the ground the other day. That's yeah. I saw that same thing. I he might have his shoulder might have hurt. He might have been scared that something happened. The way that he fell looked like he braced himself pretty good, but the shoulders are weird though. It looks like someone's comfortable and they wake up and they're like, "Yeah, my collarbone." Yeah, yeah. I. But I, you would have thought he just got shot four times in the shoulder. I went in. I went into the wall here in Pittsburgh a couple of years ago and thought I was fine. I woke up the next day and couldn't lift my shoulder, my arm above my shoulder. So, but the way that he walked once he stood up, the way that he walked towards the bench, like his arm was hanging by his toes, like hanging hanging by a thread. What, yeah, <laughs> like someone was going to have to reattach it. Was actually. <laughs> It looked it looked like it looked like a little bit of overkill, but the guy's playing hard. Zach, you'll you'll know this. I compare that to Aaron Rodgers when like he'll like tweak his ankle and he'll literally like limp to the huddle, limp to the huddle, play starts, sprinting all around the pocket, rolling out, throwing the ball six yards, like enough. Throwing the ball behind his fucking back. I'm like, you don't like you're already one of the greatest. You don't need to try and set up the storyline, like look at the injuries playing through, like just play. Who cares? It's it, it was tough to watch. I'm with you, and I thought it was a little over the top. Everybody's hey. had everybody's had teammates at different times, though. Who something happens, and you know that guy's going to stay on the ground a little bit longer, or there's going to be some rolling around. Everybody's had those teammates. Dakota, I I told Ian the episode that you weren't here. How uh, when him and Nico collided, there was a picture of them, and it looked like Ian was in Lion King. I mean, Ian, I remember when Nico went on the IL, I was like, Ian's got to go on the IL now. I was like, he has to. Like, it's it, it, it won't be good for optics if he doesn't. I tried really hard to stay off it. I tried really hard. How pissed were you when they pulled that card out, though? 
What? When you had to go off on the cart. Dude, I don't think I don't think I could have made it back. Like I honestly Yeah. I cuz Riz was giving me shit for it too. And somebody said it to me, Riz or Jason or Chris Bryant did in the moment was like somebody was like bring the cart and Chris Bryant was like basically right in my ear was like take the cart. Like don't try to walk back. And yeah. I I think what ha- what happened was between the like not being able to breathe because i got the wind knocked out of me for <laughs> what felt like 30 seconds it was probably like three <laughs> and then the arm to the face and like the bleeding i was like so disoriented that like why can't i breathe i was like i was like looking i was like looking around it was kind of like when i got hit in the eye last year where like everything was blurry like everything hurt and i was like if i try to walk there's a chance i just face plant here the chance I just get, you know, when you like get popped in the nose or like you stub your toe so hard that you feel like you might just need a minute on the ground. Yeah. Yes. That's what it felt like. It felt yeah. like if I could have just like laid on the ground for two minutes, like, yeah, I would have been able to like say, compose myself and maybe walk back, but it would have taken a long time. That's a perfect uh, analogy. Like when I stub my toe, like in my room or something, I lay on my bed for five minutes, like, amputate it like take it off i'm done i'm (laughs) done for life just to get the courage up to walk that is also the most mad you could be for 30 seconds ever when you stub your toe i was mic'd up for that i would literally have to be they would have to take me out (laughs) i broke my toe stubbing it remember that put me to sleep (laughs) i do when was that broken toe was that in 19 it was the off season between 19 and 20. I broke it three days before Christmas, never told anyone, and then just came into camp with the still broken toe. <laughs> it was still messed up in Arizona, right? It was It was like fine. It hurt to run on, but that was about it. Yeah, it it affected some of our tennis. I remember, I remember it being a tennis that's issue. Why, that's why you guys lost in tennis every time. Yep, I was playing through a broken toe. Sorry, I'm just a grinder. Dakota, I don't remember losing. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't sound like us. Couldn't be us. Um, by the way, this last week, played with uh, Christopher Morell, my personal favorite player, Cubs prospect. He 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 is the most fun you'll ever have watching baseball. Some Jared Young said it. Uh, another Cubs prospect. He said two things will happen when you come watch Christopher Morell play baseball. He said one, you'll learn how to play the game the right way, and two, he'll be your favorite player by the end of the game. He made a play on like a line shot over his head and he did like the Jeter, like legs out wide thing. It's electric. He's an absolute electric factory on the baseball field. How old is I, he? I've told Zach a million times. I said, I root for him more than I root for myself. Like I love him. How old, how old is Morel? I think he's 21. 21. He's, he's the best. He should be a junior in college right now. And he's in double A and he's disgusting. He was, I didn't, I talked to him only a little bit this spring training, but like the nicest kid in the world and would always, whenever I'd come in the cage, for some reason he was always there when I was going to the cage and he would just, boop. (laughs) You know how, Zach, you know how you said Nico and Ian had like a Lion King meme? Yeah. yeah. So when JY, Jared Young, uh, hurt his shoulder, he was on the ground, I guess. And I guess Morel went over and like sat next to him and was like holding his hand or something. 
That's just like he's just the nicest human ever. He probably didn't even think twice about it. He's like, oh, I gotta go over there, make sure he's okay. The day he debuts, he's gonna be an instant cub favorite yep. forever. Yep. Sorry, just just had to give that update. Strong words, strong words. Let's write that one down too. He 100 percent will be. And also his first two at bats when I was there, single to the left. Next at bat comes up, pitcher lifts his leg. I go, see a ball, home run to left. Have you seen, did you see him take BP yet? It's an absolute, it's maybe, Ian, it's comparable to hobbies. I've watched him, I've I've hit BP with him. He's, it's a heart. He's so good. Swings kind of like on plane and Homer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's, and that's your uh, Cubs on the farm update. Hey, thanks for that uh, update. Let's do screen time so we can let the people go so that we can get to next week so that we can have Anthony Rizzo, Jake Arrieta on the podcast. Maybe we'll have them together. Maybe we'll have one. Maybe we'll have neither. Maybe we'll have both. Who knows? 638. Oh, God. Oh, this is this is not. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's yours, Ian? What's yours? Mine's high. Real high. Mine's 753. 833. See? Like, look, everybody out there, everybody out there, when Dakota doesn't have his precious little PS4, this is what happens. Okay, Zach, you golfed today and still had six and a half so and he, took a nap. So did my, he. No, my time came, my time came before that. No, was that an excuse? Three hours, three hours of my time came dirt while I was traveling last night. So we got it at three. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Sorry, man. Rules are rules, brother. I'm just saying. Nope. Tough, I said it. tough day for me, but. Yeah, it's a, Hey, that's fine. I knew it'd be a high one for me. That's all right. That's day. what happens. What'd sometimes you, you, you got to have a tough day. What'd you shoot? 72. I'm pure. Ugh, Arm oops. lock putter. Nasty. Four yeah. birdies. Could have been under par round today, actually. I need to learn how to putt again. I'm lost. You need to go You're back to Moon Valley. I'm lost, dude. A little Moon Valley action will get you right. Putt with the wedge. Uh, you know what everybody should do? Everybody should go, and they should go to Obvious Shirts, and they should remember that the Compound Podcast has T-shirts. They have T-shirts on Obvious Shirts. You can support the Compound. You can tell your friends about it. You can support the players by buying Obvious Shirts T-shirts while you drink Parsec rum so that you can come to the Cubs game, and then you can yell at Dakota and say, when I say Parsec, you say it wrong but not when i'm warming up please because i can't really answer you in that moment yeah maybe when he's on the mound though give him a little parse i literally was coming set and he goes hey when i say parse you say rum and i'm like i can't you I was were like, like i'm really working can't. i should have just stepped off and been like rum and then got back on the mound <laughs> like mid-pitch yeah exactly <laughs> I, I couldn't do it i felt really bad though i did that's episode 63 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parsley Realm. We'll see you next week with definitely a guest because we wouldn't come back without a guest. We wouldn't do that. Good. <laughs>